one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. You can take that moment and stretch it out. Learn how to stretch it out in time so that you're just like riding that orgasm and just staying in that moment. Because it thinks it already knows. So it thinks it's great in bed when in fact it's not. And that's through no fault of the testosterone owner. (laughs) This is just the way it is romancing her not just by checking a box on date night but really helping her to feel loved and appreciated on that date night like you like you're trying to sleep with her for the first time all of us listening to this podcast are well aware of the importance of sleep sleep is when we burn more fat we make metabolic changes that help to maintain a healthy weight set point and insulin sensitivity it's when we produce energy that allows us to go all day long and have that high level of focused productivity and flow state to get more done and condense time and achieve our goals faster and it's also when we clear toxins from our brain the same toxins that have been shown to cause neurodegenerative disease alzheimer's parkinson's dementia Our environment has changed a lot over these past few years. We're spending more time on screens than ever before. And the artificial light from our desktop computers, our laptop computers, and our cell phones has been shown in scientific studies to drive down melatonin production. Now, why is that bad? Well, melatonin is your body's sleep hormone. And when melatonin hormone levels drop, your body is unable to clear those toxins from your brain. And it's also not able to go into those deep states of REM and deep sleep where we're clearing those toxins and we're restoring the body and mind. And one of my favorite biohacks to overcome that, because let's be honest, a lot of us need to be on our devices for our work or for maintaining social relationships is blue light blocking glasses, but not just any blue light blocking glasses, because I've tried close to a dozen over the past few years and many of them just look goofy. Blue Blocks has come out with stylish blue light blocking glasses that are laboratory produced with high quality glass lenses. And they've been proven to block blue and green light, the same frequencies that drive down melatonin in the 400 to 550 nanometer range so that you get better quality sleep, your hormones are imbalanced, working the way that they are supposed to, and you wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. It's one of my favorite biohacks for optimizing my sleep. And (laughs) I've noticed that it's the only only pair that I've actually stuck with wearing. I ended up getting all three pairs. I start the day with the clear ones. I transition to the yellow ones later in the day and around sunset, I put on the red Sleep Plus Maverick ones and they've made a big shift in optimizing my sleep and my quality of life and I know they'll do the same for you. If you guys wanna check it out, go to www.blueblocks.com forward slash biohacks. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S and enter discount code BIOHACKED. That's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-D to save some dough. 
Hey guys, Anthony here, and I just wanted to give you a big biohacked thank you for listening. I'm so humbled and grateful that you're spending some of your day with me and the Biohacking Secrets Show. And if you get any value from this episode, or you've gotten value from previous episodes, it would mean the world if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends, family members, and coworkers on social media. That way we can continue to spread this information and positively impact as many lives as possible. And it's also how our podcast gets discovered by more people. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. What's up, guys? We have got an awesome episode for you today, and it's all about sex and how to become a better lover. A couple months back, we were at Paleo FX in Austin, and I dipped out a little bit early to head, up, head back to our Airbnb. Carrie came running in the door a few hours later. He had a handful of sex books, and he was just raving about this presentation he'd seen from a woman named Susan Bratton. He said, we've got to get her on the podcast. It was one of the best presentations I've ever seen, period, but very, very enlightening on the topics of, of sex and achieving our orgasmic potential. So this is that episode. We talk about how to become a multi-orgasmic lover, how to revive her sex drive if you've been in a relationship where one of the partners is a little bit more enthused about, about physical intimacy than the other. She talks about specific techniques for genital massages, the soulmate embrace, a whole bunch of really, really good stuff that you guys are going to enjoy. And she delivers it in a way that's hilarious. It's amazing and entertaining. And if you have a chance to watch the video version of this podcast, I would check that out too. So yes, that's what we've got for you guys today. Get yourself ready. You're going to enjoy this. You'll probably want to take some notes. And uh, before we get into the good stuff, just wanted to give you a quick note from some of the people that make this show possible and provide you guys with cutting edge biohacks to make your life better. We've got Organifi. You can go to Organifi.com forward slash biohacks and save 20% on the biohacker bundle, which includes their green juice, tons of green superfoods for increasing your energy, helping your cells capture more photonic energy from the sun and turn that into energy that you can use. Yes, we're kind of like plants in that way. They, they've got their gold that you can take before bed to help you wind down, to decrease inflammation. Lots of great products in that biohacker bundle that you guys are, will enjoy. That website's Organifi.com slash biohacks. And you enter discount code biohacks to save 20%. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Then we've got the Veritas farms.com slash biohacks. This is my favorite CBD right now. I've been using it for a long time. I've tried many different CBDs. I've even got my Florida medical cannabis card here. And I like the Veritas Farms hemp-based CBD better than the stuff that I get at the dispensary. You take it at night before you go to bed. You take it in the morning to take a little bit of the edge off and feel more cool, calm, and collected during the day. Go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks and enter discount code biohacks to save 15%. I typically get their strongest potency available, the 2000 milligram one, which is a little bit pricier, but worth it in my opinion. Any one of the standardizations and potencies, milligrams rather, are going to work great for you, especially if you're not used to this. And you'll find yourself sleeping better, waking up a little bit more rested in the morning, particularly if you combine CBD at night before bed, you know, you hold it under your tongue 30, 
60 seconds, maybe swish it around a little bit, agitate it and then swallow. But if you combine that with blue light blocking glasses and you put those on at sunset, that's when your sleep will really start improving. A lot of the electromagnetic exposure that we have in our lives from Wi-Fi computers, cell phones, we're spending so much time on these devices and we're doing it without paying attention to how much of this radiation, microwave radiation, which is what it is, let's call it duck a duck, is suppressing our melatonin and interfering with our body's ability to rest and recover. Blue Blocks have solved that problem. You can go to Blue Blocks, B-L-U, no E, B-L-O-X dot com forward slash biohacks. And you can save 20%, same discount code biohacks. I wear the Sleep Plus Mavericks. They look like aviator glasses with red lenses, much more fashion friendly than some of the other options that are out there. And they block all of the green and blue light that we know suppresses our melatonin um, from the 400 to I believe the 550 nanometer wavelength, where if you're not too into talking nanometers like uh, everybody else in the world, it just means it blocks the bad stuff that interferes with your sleep. So if you want to check out those and take your sleep to the next level, go to blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com forward slash biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. Enter discount code biohacks at checkout to save 20%. And again, the ones that I have are the Maverick Sleep Plus. Now, without any further delay or yapping from me, let's get into this episode. Let's talk about sex with Susan Bratton. Enjoy. Susan Bratton, welcome to the Biohacking Secrets Show with myself and Carrie Jack. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Anthony. I'm so happy that you want to talk about sex today and orgasms and dirty talk. We're going to have some fun, aren't we? We are going to have oh, yeah. a lot of fun. And I'm going to, I'm going to be honest that I did play a little bit of the old salt and pepper video. Let's talk about sex right before we jumped on. Don't know how it went there, but I'm, it, it illustrates my excitement. <laughs> Good. First oh, yeah. and foremost. Oh, sorry, Carrie, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to give a big shout out to Susan. If you guys are listening to this podcast right now, you should turn up the volume because it's about to get real juicy. I heard her speak first at Paleo FX and boy, did she arouse the whole room. So get ready, sit back and relax because it's about to go down. He's not exaggerating. We were, I went home a little bit early that day and Carrie came in like a kid on Christmas morning, so excited about Susan's talk. He's like, we absolutely need to have her on the podcast. So Susan, we're, we're ready to turn you loose on First and foremost, tell us what you know about orgasms that a lot of the listeners don't. Okay. Um, well, because it's a biohacking show, I thought it would be really fun to start out with the conversation around orgasmic potential because we are maximizers here, all us people. We like to have the, the best of everything. That's just how we roll. And I think that for a lot of people, um, let's just talk about male-bodied versus female-bodied people. So there's this paradigm that's stupid. And that is that a guy, let's just start, start with a guy. And um, I want to, I want to say that, you know, I am a supporter of the gender spectrum so that when I say guy or girl or man or woman or masculine or feminine, what I'm really talking about is uh, someone with a penis versus someone with a vulva. 
Uh, so I'll do my best here, but I, and I'm, I'm sensitive to the fact that there are people who identify in different ways, like penis owners that identify as feminine or as female, etc. So assume that if I'm talking about the masculine gender, I'm talking about penises. And for, for men, they have the basic understanding that they get a heart on, they have an ejaculation with that ejaculation, they have an orgasm and they're done unless they're young and they can do it all over again really fast (laughs) because of the refractory period, right? That's like the baseline for how people think about orgasm for men. And that is so far from the realm of truth that it is cray. The... (laughs) You guys have the ability to have massive, full bo- multiple full-body orgasms and tons of them, as many as you want, without ejaculating. Uh, ejaculation and orgasm are two entirely separate systems in the body. Just the same as when a woman has a female ejaculation, when she ejaculates her amrita or her feminine water, Um, sometimes she orgasms when she has that, and sometimes she doesn't. They are separate systems. So women can ejaculate, men can ejaculate. Ejaculation is not married to orgasm. Mm. All men... Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're not coming near enough, you guys. Lazy <laughs> ass. Noted. started coming way better and more often. <laughs> Susan, I'll I be like back your message five. already. I want to shoot <laughs> yeah. it from the top of the mountain. <laughs> Susan said, I'm not climaxing enough. <laughs> you're definitely not climaxing. <laughs> Now, guys ask me all kinds of questions, and we could talk about masturbation. We could talk about premature ejaculation. We could talk about delayed ejaculation. We could talk about um, male multiple orgasm. We could talk about um, penis pumping. I'm I'm totally into penis enlargement because a lot of guys, they have these, you know, amazing biceps, and they want big cocks, too. And uh, so I know a lot about that. Um, I know a lot about penile rejuvenation. Um, so uh, using things like the gains wave techniques, using P shots, mm. which PRP, using stem cells in your dick. Um, there's all kinds of things. But one of the things I would tell you is that number one, m- about one in four guys suffer from premature ejaculation. They feel like they come too fast. And so that's like a really big issue that's totally solvable. Um, and it comes from often from just a combination of nervousness and psyching oneself out and, um, or, uh, masturbating, not wrong, but you know, like you could have a much better masturbation practice that wouldn't make you come too fast when you're having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you, you referring go, to like trying to be efficient with your masturbation session so you could get back to whatever else you were doing beforehand? It starts with that. It, it does start with that. Although there are a lot of guys that masturbate every day for like an hour or two or multiple three or four. There's guys that masturbate three or four hours a day out there. Come so, on. Um, That's amazing. They're, God bless you. Priorities. I'd be happy to talk about any and all of those things with you, but let me just lay down kind of some of the women's side of things too. So, um, for women, all women can ejaculate. They can all release feminine fluid. It is not pee. It comes out of your 
blood plasma gets recruited down through the skein's glands in these little tubes that flow into the urethra. And just like a guy pees and ejaculates out of the same chute, which is his urethra, a woman pees and ejaculates out of her urethra. Her urethra, like your urethra as a man, is covered in spongy tissue. That spongy tissue is what recruits the fluid into the urethra for her to ejaculate. Um, That's how come women, you can see some women who ejaculate like, you know, cups of fluid. Well, it's not coming from her bladder. It's coming from her body. It's very, very interesting. So all women can ejaculate and all women can have, and so can men, have something called expanded orgasms. You might have heard of orgasmic meditation, deliberate deliberate orgasm, extended massive orgasm. These are all names for the notion that you can both take the moment of orgasm and you know that like real sweet spot in the curve of orgasm where you're like right at that like perfect moment of climax where your body's just basically melting into space. Oh yeah. That that moment, like that edge right there, the top of the cliff, you can take that moment and stretch it out, learn how to stretch it out in time so that you're just like riding that orgasm and just staying in that moment and just going with that moment and even improving on it a little bit. And then you can go over the edge and then you can stack those orgasms. And as you stack those orgasms, the next one gets longer and the next one gets longer and then each one keeps getting better and better. And the interesting thing is the trick to do that, the biohack for expanded orgasm is actually a super light clit stroke. Like, uh, for example, have you ever gotten an eyelash stuck on your eyeball? You know, you've got an eyelash in your eye and when you get it out, you kind of, sometimes you'll lick, you know, your dry finger and you'll take the tip of your finger and you'll just put it right in your eye and you'll get that little hair out of there. That little tiny, tiny tip of your finger with that delicate little stroke is what it takes to take a woman into that level of orgasm. So, very, very interesting that women can have all kinds of orgasms. And then, and then let's talk about the body. So in the body, there are, um, there's points of stimulation that create orgasmic pleasure. So it could be nipples for men and women, people across the gender spectrum. It could be breast tissue. It could be your erectus abdominis can get massaged and you can come. Your mons pubis as a woman. Uh, obviously, um, there are sponges like the urethral sponge and the perineal sponge. Perineal sponge is what makes one of the reasons anal sex feels so good and is orgasmic. Um, you can have foot gasms. You can have, of course, brain gasms and think offs and things like that. You can have all those kinds of things. Men, of course, can have pee spot orgasms, prostate orgasms, as well as orgasms from just touching their uh, external package, so their penis and their testicles. So there's really a lot of kinds of orgasmic pleasure that can be created, as well as ways to orgasm, which I think are really interesting. And most people aren't doing, they're just, it's kind of like the clit, the clitoris, where what you see is the tip of the iceberg, 
and a woman has as much erectile tissue. She's got a penis full of erectile tissue up inside her. Uh, that's how people's perspective on orgasm is. They just are looking at that one little spot when there's actually this entire buried iceberg of pleasure that is available to them. So I think that um, one of the things that I like to do is I like to teach people how to come really well through the work that I do. And I don't work with anyone one-on-one. I'm, a, I'm actually a publisher of sex techniques. That's what I've been doing for going on 15 years now, is teaching people both the advanced orgasm skills and the sexual communication techniques that are required to have orgasmic pleasure that is that intense and then deeply connected. So the kind of like sexual soulmate piece of my work, which is what are the things that it takes to go off into a conjoined trance state of orgasmic bliss where you're totally lost in each other and you can't tell where his or you can't tell where one person's orgasm starts and the other person's orgasm ends. And you're just in this like kind of swirling state of pleasure that goes on and on and on and just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So those are some of my thoughts about just generally biohacking orgasm. I want to yell, take my money. This is great. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was, I'll just give you everything. <laughs> so well, this much is, to unpack there. I mean, yeah, yeah she, she gave me a level of, of uh, excitement that can only be categorized as ADD, but we're going to, I'm going to try to get into each <laughs> one of these areas. Let's, I'd like us to w- go through a progression and let's say we'll, we'll start with a, a place where maybe we have a couple that has lost that connection, or maybe they didn't ever really have it at a high level. And then as, as our conversation expands, we can get to some of the more advanced techniques and kind of take people along that journey. For someone listening who has maybe been been married for five, 10 years and wants a stronger physical connection with their partner, let's say in this case, it's the man that wants to have more sex and he doesn't know why his wife doesn't want to have more sex or even what to do. What are the types of recommendations you would give to start reestablishing that connection uh, physically, emotionally, and and where do you see people making mistakes that they're unaware of? I've gotten, I've helped thousands and thousands of men rekindle the sex the sex life that they had with their woman when they first met and then take it to whole new levels. Um, I wrote a program called revive her drive a few years ago. And um, that's, that's one of the biggest questions. And it's probably, I'd say other than how to come really well. um, I think uh, helping men get their wives to be total sluts for sex is really my (laughs) sweet spot. Um, So what happens first of all, is that, um, In the typical monogamous relationship, you start out with new relationship energy. You usually marry somebody who, or you're dating someone for a long time who, um, you know, that you like the way they look, you turn each other on, the sex is good. But then after a few months or a few years, um, she gets bored and he doesn't because generally sex is considered intercourse, you know, maybe a little bit of going down on each other. Uh, you know, a little bit of kissing, the kissing kind of doesn't keep going. It doesn't keep getting better. And so then sex is just kind of 
basically intercourse with not a lot of warm up because she's hurrying him anyway because she's bored. And basically after a few years, she feels like a masturbatory sock. Like, can I just hand my vagina to you? And can you just use it like a fleshlight? And can I go watch TV? Um, you know, it ends up being more mercy sex. And, um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, he has forgotten that he needs to romance her. So, um, he's just asking for sex or begging for sex or doing chores to get sex, you know, bargaining for sex, doing honeydews, um, insisting or setting date nights or pressuring her or what have you. This is just like very common, very, very common. Um, and you know, she feels like it's her duty and she's supposed to do it. And after she has an orgasm, she's like, Oh, right. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked sex. Sex was, you know, yeah, it was okay. But for most women, their best orgasms are not penetrative orgasms, orgasms from intercourse. Um, most of the time they're having better orgasms with their vibrator than they are with their husband or their boyfriend. Um, they like him and they like the closeness, but they just get bored for most men. And I'm speaking in a lot of very big generalities here, but they're generalities for a reason. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and one of the things that I can tell you is I don't, I don't want to make anybody feel bad here. Um, the thing is that the the masculine, the penis owner, he's testosterone driven and the vulva owner, she's estrogen driven. And they're like <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. They're totally different. So it's really getting into the mind of the woman, getting the man to get into the mind of the woman. He's angry. He's feeling like a he's feeling like the victim. He's feeling unloved. He's feeling disconnected. He's pissed at her because it's so hard to get her to have sex. And and then when she has sex, she's like, oh, yeah, that was good. And well, why don't you want to have sex more? Why is it so goddamn hard? <laughs> you know, it's like it just boggles the mind. You cannot figure it out. <laughs> so a part of it is that um, the couple needs to learn sexual skills together. Uh, you just like the clitoris where you only see the tip of the iceberg, what you know and your level of skills is a one or a two, not a seven or eight or nine or 10 like you think it is as a man because testosterone's very confident. Testosterone thinks it knows. This is why testosterone never asks direction because it thinks it already knows. So it thinks it's great in bed when in fact it's not. And that's through no fault of the testosterone owner. <laughs> this is just the way it is. I say to my husband frequently, you know, he'll, I'll ask him a question and he'll answer it very convincingly. And I'll be like, and that's what you think, you know, you know, like it's just, it's just how it is with testosterone. It just thinks it knows. And it thinks it's good in bed when it actually sucks and it's boring as hell forever. <laughs> so part of it is that, um, she, she is bored out of her mind Intercourse is not that interesting. Sometimes literally when a penis goes into her vulva, it's like a blunt instrument that actually took her turn on down instead of up. So what do you do about this? Number one, you can't forget to romance her. You have to also stay very sensually connected to her. You have to, women need a lot of full body touch. They need their entire sensual grid awakened and turned on. Men, what they like is when you just go right to their penis, you touch their penis immediately, which is why men grab 
our crotches. Why men are like, you know, they're just like <laughs> after us because that's what you want us to do to you. Mm. So a lot of what I dissect and unpack for men is, okay, you've got to start from the outside and work your way in. You've got to seduce her. You can't offer sex. She doesn't want sex. She doesn't want intercourse. That's the first thing you want. You're like, how fast can I stick my penis in your vulva? I want to do that right away. Let's get going. And her vulva is like, what? No, no, no. It needs so much more warm up than that. So testosterone is like, like, let me get in there. I want to get in there. I want to get in there with my face. And estrogen is like, no, no, you can't get in here. You have to touch your feet first, right? <laughs> Our feet hurt, you guys. The good news, wear all those slutty shoes for you, right? Which turn you on and then we won't have sex with you. It's so unfair. The foot rub is one of the ways in for women. Romance, sensual touch, full body awakening, stroking our hair, not touching our nipples, but touching our breasts, stroking our backs. And then vulva massage is very important. Getting your woman to love her vulva, getting her to look at it, getting her to know its parts, touching everything, really knowing your way around a female anatomy, getting your hands in there, getting your mouth in there and your tongues and your lips and toys and getting all of it engorged. That's another thing for guys, they get a hard on and they're like, boom, I'm ready to go. Baby, let's go. Here we go. Come on, get on there. Girls, (laughs) we have to have the balloon inflated. And you can't see the damn thing because it's almost all up inside. So it's like, all right, get down there with your little pretzel headlamp and start going in. Spelunking headgear. Get your spelunking gear on and get on in there. And so the idea of uh, an expanded orgasm practice is a really good one for monogamous couples because it's basically genital massage with orgasms that gets her all fluffy and engorged. So what your goal is, is to make sure that you can get her calmed down enough and in her body on the bed to let her get in there, let you, let, for her to let you get in there and get all that tissue really full of blood. You want to basically move the blood from the rest of her entire body down into her vulva and get that thing like, poof. if you've ever had sex for a couple days in a row with somebody, and you look at the before and after, and you see how big and puffy and full of blood and engorged a woman's vulva can get, you know that's like, that's your goal. So if you can get rubbing, kneading, licking, pulsating, toys, whatever you can do to get the blood in there, then she's going to really feel some things. Then intercourse is going to start to feel good for her. Her urethral sponge, her perineal sponge, her G-spot's going to pop. Her labia is going to be plumped up. Her clitoral um, hood is going to retract. Her clit shaft is going to get it hard on. Her clitoris is going to pop out. All that stuff. Then her nipple tissue and her lip tissue and her throat tissue and bite her neck and, you know, not bite it, but, you know, kiss her neck and make out. <laughs> with her. You want to get all the blood flowing to all the erectile tissue in her body. 
then you can learn specific stimulation techniques that, for example, this expanded orgasm or female ejaculation, G-spot awakening, G-spot massage. Um, you, you know, there's a perineal sponge. Um, there's just so many great places to touch. And once you start doing those things, that's when she's going to start enjoying sex again. Also, women have horrible body issues. I mean, it is so tedious. It's frustrating. It's confounding. You look at her and you're like, baby, you're so hot. You, I freaking want to devour you. And she's like, I don't know. I think I, my stomach's got a little pooch and my, my boobs are saggy. My, my ass looks fat in that position. And it's like, you got to get her out of that. You got to tell her 1,472 times a year how hot she is. You have to always be reinforcing her beauty, how beautiful she is to you because estrogen, it's just got insecurity issues. That's why women need you to create safety. That's why women like to be ravished. They like a man that is confident, knows what he's doing, because that's a signal of masculine alpha safety. It's okay to let go. It's okay to surrender because I've got you, baby. I've got you. Don't worry about anything. I'm going to make you feel so good. Just let go and let daddy take you for a ride. Like That's the kind of stuff that women are looking for. If you ask a woman, what she wants. One thing she'll say is, I really wish he would groom himself better. He's got scratchy beard. He's got nasty pubic hair. He doesn't shave his balls. His fingernails are scratchy. Have you seen his friggin' toenails? He looks like Shrek. It's disgusting. And like her, she's got her eye, her visual eye on that stuff. All the things wrong where you're looking in your rose-colored testosterone goggles and you don't even see anything wrong with her. She looks good to you, but she sees everything wrong. I know obviously I'm exa I'm exaggerating all this stuff, right? I mean, it's a continuum, right? Not everybody has all these problems and all this stuff, but I'm, you were like, okay, what do I do? And what's the issue? Yeah, so this is, this is great. All right. All right. All right. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of the biohacking secrets show. Now let's take a quick second to check out some cool biohacks from this show's sponsors. This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies 
reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day. And it even decreases inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. All right. Thank you so much for making the Biohacking Secret Show podcast a part of your day. We appreciate it more than words can express. Now let's get back to the episode. So to, <laughs> yep. to recap real quick and, and just yeah. make sure I'm following properly, <laughs> bringing, bringing the masculine energy is important okay. in, in a way that allows her to let her guard down and feel safe in your presence. Telling her, reinforcing yeah. her with with definitely verbally and through your behavior, helping her to feel beautiful and mm-hmm. to alleviate some of her self-consciousness with your words at a rate of at least three times a day, but but probably more. This is one of those more is better scenarios. Romancing her, not just by checking a box on date night, but really helping her to feel loved and appreciated on that date night. Like you, like you're trying to sleep with her for the first time, learning some new sexual skills, which we'll get into uh, foot rubs, but you mentioned just about every part of the body. And, and that made me realize that women are much more in tune with themselves physically. Like if, if a woman doesn't touch my back, I'm cool. But what you're saying is like, you need to, you need to be kind of everywhere and pay attention to how she responds so that you can do more of what she really enjoys. And then from there, work your way to the vulva. Don't start with the vulva, maybe even tease her and build anticipation as you spend time on some of these other body parts so that you can together explore this expanded orgasm potential that you've described. Yes. I, let's go have sex. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all right. This is, this is fantastic. And then, so I'm thinking like a, a technically minded man here and he's yeah. in a position with his wife where he's like, I don't even know how to get her to let me touch her right now. Ooh, I got and touch techniques. I can tell you those. Let's do it. So uh, I, I know that like, <laughs> there's a, a lot of us men and women, but in this case, just for example purposes, let's say women have negative associations with sex too, that further complicate this matter. It could be things that they have in their upbringing from religion, the way that they saw their parents behave, uh, sexual trauma from their past or body issues, as you mentioned. So let's say you've got a situation as described with all of that in there. What would you recommend the man starts to do? Okay, so the four the four steps are uh, romancing her and pointing it out to her. So telling her this was a great date. You looked so beautiful. We're a great couple. That's all that like verbal reassurance in addition to just the actual doing of the thing 
is very important. And pulling her aside into a doorway and kissing her, grabbing her ass when she goes by, whatever, whatever her things are. And um, so the, the romance and the sensual touch, not just sexual, but the sensual touch. So romance, sensual touch, seduction, actual seduction. Um, one of my programs is called Seduction Trilogy. And I, and I, I, I'm just telling you this so that you know they're there. I, I give away so much free content that hundreds of thousands, millions of people just get my free stuff. It's totally fine. Whatever. It's and my and we'll link to all of that in the show notes and, and, and everything sure. too. So you guys can pick it up. I just want you to know that if you're like, I really need the seduction stuff. What the hell was that called? I want you to be able to get it. So the seduction trilogy, the concept of it is there's four keys to seduction. So you can deep dive into any one of these areas and the technical mind likes this. You like the structures. So I'm, I'm giving you structures. So, and, and most men do, they want a checklist. That's how your minds work. You like that. You, I have guys that literally quantify, this is going to freak the women out. <laughs> there are men who keep a, a log of how many orgasms they give their wife, how many times they have sex, how many times they ejaculate, what the frequencies were, how long the sex, like, like there's a lot of quants out there. <laughs> Dudes like numbers. So it's not surprising <laughs> to me that people want this. Um, but in seduction, that's the, that's the next piece. So there's romance, awaken her sensually, which I'll tell you the stealth techniques. Then there's the, um, uh, the seduction, which is essentially what you have to do with a woman is you have to boil the frog. You know what that is. How do you, how do you boil the frog? You put it in the pot, you turn the heat up slowly, right? So you guys, you, you are goal oriented. So you want, you want to get to A, you want to get to Z as fast as possible. So you, you're like ready to get to Z. That's what testosterone is, but you got to go A, B, and, but you got to have fun doing it, right? It's not a chore. We're talking about sex here. It's fun. You just need to know the steps. And then you're like, okay, I can do these steps. These are good. I'm going to have a great time doing these steps. Seduction is the third step. And that is running women menus of small offers. And I give you tons of examples of them in, in the, uh, all my seduction stuff that I give away for free. Uh, the, the idea is that you want to start small. You want to start, hey, babe, can I, um, let, can I sit on the couch with you and give you a foot rub while we watch a show? Would you like a glass of wine? Um, do you want me to, uh, would you like to go take a bath together or go get in the hot tub? Right? You want to, it's a slippery slope. She needs to be warmed up, just like her genitals need to be warmed up first and just like you start from the outside and work your way into her body, you want to start out here first and start with things like foot rubs and get her a glass of wine. And, and this does not have to be demeaning in any way. This is you seducing her. You are in your power. You are in charge. You are holding the frame. You are running the show. She is surrendering to that, but she can't surrender to, do you want to have sex? Because that's just too big an offer for her. It's the perfect offer for you, but it's too big an offer for her. So learning the skills of seduction, which include erotic vigilance, vulnerability, vision, and small offers. Those are the four things that work together. Just, I can't get into all of them now, but just so you know, there, there's a structure. And then the fourth one is the advanced orgasm skills, learning how to play her like a fiddle. Uh, so that's the how do you revive her drive, the four keys to getting her to love sex as much as you do. There's one thing where I go, okay, but boom, stop right there. Do not expect her to ever initiate sex. 
Most guys get so goddamn mad. Sorry, I don't like to curse. Let me take that back. <laughs> Gosh most darn. Guys, most guys get so mad because their wife never initiates sex. They're always the one doing it. And she's always saying no. So then they just get despondent. They get cranky. They emotionally check out. They cheat on her. They, you know, they have a better relationship with porn than their wife because they don't know the four steps. They don't deep dive into these skills. They don't even know where that they're out there. They're just living in silent misery. So luckily we have the biohacking podcast to tell you. <laughs> and the, the, Seduction and then the orgasm techniques, but then the initiation. The initiation is you're the leader. You hold the frame. You're the masculine. You're the strength. You're the river banks. She's the river. How whatever you're now, you want a David data analogy, you want, you know, whatever analogy you want. <laughs> you hold the frame. That's the masculine. It's your job to say, it's safe now. Let's go lie down and make love. Let me devour you and have, help you surrender to pleasure because I know it's hard for you because you're all up in your crazy-ass estrogen mind. So that's, that's the basic structure. How is that for you? That's really good. And, and yeah, I love those suggestions <laughs> with getting her a glass of wine, offering to, mas like to massage her feet, to have a bath together, to take a shower together, get in the jacuzzi. Like it's, it's a very, it's, it's not like you're telegraphing that you want to have sex or anything like that, but it's starting to do some of the, the preliminary steps to reconnect with the person you love and care about. Yeah. And I'll For sure. I know. Oh, go ahead. Well, and I was just going to speak for my own personal experiences with my girlfriend. I mean, when I don't do those little things, it doesn't work. You know, like if you're not putting in the, the flowers in the, in the pot early on in the day or making her breakfast or a cup of coffee in the morning and getting to bed and, and rubbing her forehead or, you know, whispering sweet nothings in her ear, it doesn't work. Women are, like you said, up in their mind way more than men. Men are ready to go every second of every day, but women, they need that gentle caress. And I think you break it down so beautifully, Susan, how you do it is, is wonderful. Just for people listening right now who are like, I need that content. Where can they go just to get that, that, um, you mentioned the, what was it? Seduction just, trilogy. Yeah. Seduction yeah. Trilogy. Where could they go? Yeah. Seductiontrilogy.com. <laughs> oh, well, that's easy enough. All right. <laughs> there you go, guys. It's and also, to another word. <laughs> yeah. Reviveherdrive.com is the how to get my wife to want to have sex with me again. And oh that one, it'll Great tell domains. You. you also need to learn the seduction piece, but I can't put everything in. All, you know, it's overwhelming to teach you everything at once. So get Reviver Drive, start doing those things. I give you exact stuff. And then I give you a whole bunch of options. So you can basically, because every woman's different. So you've you got to cherry pick. Okay, I, that's, I'm going to do these. These are what she's going to respond to. Um, and then, okay, now I need to get good at seduction because I'm starting to romance her, warm her up. I'm doing the full body. I'm doing all these things now. How do I get her like really going? How do I turn her into like a sex crazed maniac? And mostly sex craze maniac comes from unlimited vulva massage. That's the trick. You just, you just, rubber, you just rubber all the time. It, and, Susan, and Susan just to clarify for, for guys who aren't familiar with the term vulva. 
Yeah. They're probably <laughs> not listening to this episode, but we're we're talking about the outer portion of the woman's vagina. No, actually, okay, yeah, thank you so much. I'm a sex expert, so sometimes I forget. So um, women today, especially younger women, they don't want you to call their genitals a vagina because it's like the male patriarchy word for their genitals because it's just, the vagina is just the sheath that your penis goes into. And they're like, what? Oh, you think it's a vagina because all you care about is the part your penis goes in? Well, screw you, buddy. We're calling it a vulva. And vulva is all the parts. <laughs> vulva is all that stuff. It's the clitoris. It's the vestibular bulbs. It's the labia majora, the labia minora, the, okay. the anus, the rectum, the everything. It's not really... The anus and rectum, although these days that's so much in play in a lot of sex for people, that it, it's part of the genital system. Okay, so vulva is vulva a word is for her, everything yeah. down there. All the good stuff down there. Yeah. Okay, good. Just, just wanted to make sure. Um, good question. <laughs> thank you. So you've now started to revive her drive. And, and what you reminded me of as you shared some of those strategies is like, this is business advice that I got years ago, but it applies to this. And it was dig your well before you're thirsty, <laughs> which yeah. is like, if you wait until you need clients and you need the register ringing to start doing stuff, it's too late. You know, you need to start planting those seeds. Well, you know, digging that well long before the, the, the thirst drive is, uh, is present. And it's, it's kind of like that with the romancing. It sounds like you need to be doing these things, whether or not you want to have sex, if you want to have more sex. Yeah. And the more sex you have, the better you get. And the better you get, the more sex you want. And the more sex you want, the more sex you have. It's an upward pleasure spiral. So the better you get at it. And when you start doing a lot of genital massage, you're kind of going to be all thumbs. You're really not going to know what you, what you're doing. Um, and that's where you go into like a learning mode. That's a big part of having great and hot monogamous sex forever is erotic play dates, learning new things together. She can learn how to give you a hand job. She can learn how to give you a blow job. You can learn how to give her great oral sex. You can learn how to give her a vulva massage. There are just those four things, if you practice those four things, and then don't even get me started on intercourse. You got to have me back for a whole different show if you want to talk about intercourse because... Oh, you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot here. We need person. more Susan in our life. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. You're super sweet. But yeah, I mean, I could, you know, I should, I really should just write, I just wrote my 28th book. I just finished the first draft yesterday. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, it's, I just love doing it. Um, but I think I should definitely put one on the stack just about orgasms, penetration, orgasms, intercourse itself, thrusting, you know, every, all about just how to have really satisfying intercourse because um, I think that's needed. <laughs> yeah. The, so, I, I mean, I, I, would, I would love to hear some of your, your techniques as this progresses. I think it sounds like massage needs to be a much bigger part of the sexual experience for many of us. And if you were to kind of give the cliff notes on, on a guy who is like, all right, I know I need to do more of that. Um, what would be your recommendations there before escalating to 
the, the vulva? Do you have any techniques that work well? Or is it just kind of like, as long as you're touching her and putting in the time and paying attention to what feels good to her, it's going to be a step in the right direction? Well, there's a lot of different things you can think about with regard to just overall full body massage. Um, one is there are going to be some hot spots for her where she's going to be like, my lower back's a little tight. Um, I've got a crick in my neck. Um, could you just like pull on my left leg if I lie flat on the bed and just kind of unlock that hip for me? Or, um, you know, that right metatarsal has been bugging me again. Can you just like twist it to the left? You know, like if you can get her to tell you, what hurts and how you want or how she wants you to fix it. Uh, you can break a lot of the break open a lot of the stuck energy blocks from the bit, little bits of pain that are in her body. It'll also teach her to scan her body more, and um, she, you'll learn the types of touches that are needed for the little things that happen to her because everybody's got a unique physiology. Then there's four kinds of touch. You know, there's there's um, healing touch nurturing touch, sensual touch, and sexual touch. And you want to start out healing and you want to work your way up that escalator as well. Um, then there's different types of communication techniques around touch, such as spongy and draggy. You know, sometimes, a, a lot of times, um, a woman doesn't necessarily know what she wants. She just knows what she's getting isn't it. So using two option leading, such as, um, do you want it harder like this or do you like it softer like this? That's always helpful. Or if she doesn't know what it is, maybe it's spongier. Like maybe it just needs to be springier. Maybe it needs to be draggier and maybe it needs to be smoother. Maybe it needs to be deeper. Maybe it needs to be pointy. Maybe she needs you to press and hold. So you can start to develop a language with each other where you communicate really well about the different types of touch, which is good because if you start out learning those things on her body, by the time you get into the vulva massage, you know, she can say kneading. Can you squeeze that? Can you tap that? Can you stroke that? Can you, can you just do that right up under the hood, super light? Can you use more oil? Can you wipe the oil off that's running down my butt? You know, whatever she needs to say, she'll be much better at communicating what, she's seeking as you learn um, the words that you use to communicate touch. That's great. And do you wait for certain signals from her before you escalate to sexual intercourse? Do you wait for her to be asking for it? And, or are, are there other things that you should look for? Yeah, that's, that's woman dependent and situation dependent. Um, some women don't talk much in the bedroom. Other women are happy to be like, oh, now do this to me. Oh, no, stick that on me. You know, like the more that you communicate, the better she'll get it communicating to you. Um, it, sometimes if you don't proceed and she doesn't ask you, nothing happens. So you do have to feel your way. And here's the thing about estrogen also, just one more thing about estrogen to drive you crazy, Mr. Testosterone one and Mr. Testosterone 2, is <laughs> <laughs> that uh, estrogen wants something different every single day and every single moment. So, oh, geez. I know. It's like, it's like the, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Can't keep up. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, you, you have innate wisdom. You have hundreds and thousands and millions of years of ancestral knowledge. 
I promise. Tap into it. <laughs> you can. Um, she's very cyclical. You're cyclical too, but she's very cyclical. She's cyclical in uh, her monthly rhythms. Even after menopause, women are s- still cyclical. And uh, sometimes she wants more pressure, sometimes less pressure. Sometimes she needs to be held and stroked lightly. Other times she just wants you to freaking get her done take her to the moon. And so often it's just, you know, how you feeling, babes? You know, do you need, do you need me to hold you first? Like one of my best techniques that's free is the soulmate embrace. It's at the soulmate embrace.com. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have the best domains on the internet. I really do. Um, my favorite ones are like, um, female liquid orgasm. That's a really good one. Uh, so when, when, what was I, oh, what was I going to say? Soulmate, soulmate, yeah, soulmate embrace. embrace. So here's the soulmate embrace. So I think pretty much always starting love making with this is really good. And doing this, even when you're not making love is good. And it's, um, I, w- I can't go into the whole thing here, but it's like a step-by-step guide in four pages written for men, uh, so that you can learn how to hold a woman and teach her how to be held. Um, a lot of times when you hold her, um, you'll hold her. And then when she relaxes, you let go. The idea in a nutshell is it's a very long, very masculine hold where it gets her to the point where she feels so safe and so relaxed that she can really drop her guard and, um, relax. Arousal cannot occur until you're relaxed. So that's why you got to get her out of her head and into her body. And so the best way to do that is the soulmate embrace. It's like my number one foreplay technique, really, because it's getting her just like, after a while. chest to chest, Susan, for those who can't see you? Can you walk us through it? Well, uh, yeah, I'll just walk walk you through it. It's... um, Laying down on the bed is best. Be, uh, wearing comfortable cotton clothing is best because you guys are hairy and scratchy and sweaty. Um, and uh, you lie down and you hold her in your arms. So her head is here on your nice beefy shoulder or a pillow between you. And you're looking at each other. You've got your arm around her. She might want it around where across the back of her shoulders. She might want it around the middle of her back, your other hand is on her sacrum. So you're holding her close to you. You, you are completely holding her so that she can relax into you. And you are, um, as she relaxes, she's going to need to get some things off her chest. She's going to need to talk about stuff. You're just going to listen and let her, uh, after she kind of like gets the, you know, how all that stuff has to come out. Oh yeah. Let's it go. You know, uh, you just keep holding her. You're holding the masculine frame for her. She starts to relax and, feel her breath slow down. Then you start consciously breathing her. You remember that your lungs are bigger than hers. So you're going to try and intuitively and telepathically and with biofeedback and with intention, get her breath deeper. And then what you're going for is that she's just actually almost so relaxed that she's drooling. (laughs) Drool is good. Uh, because when the juices start to flow, that's turn on. You'll actually, she'll get water in her mouth 
after you do this for a few times. That's when you want to start to kiss her forehead. You want to stroke her hair. Remember, you can move a little and adjust. You're not like, you're not, that's not what you're doing. You're like, ah, stroke her back, run a hand down her ass and her thighs and her leg and stroke her hair. Look, in the, look her in the eyes, tell her you love her. Kiss her cheeks, kiss her neck. Don't touch any erogenous zones. This is not, this is sensual relaxation. Pretty soon, what's going to happen for her, she's going to be like, oh, I freaking love this guy, man. Man, he feels good. He's hot. Uh, feeling really turned on. I wish he'd kiss my lips. And you'll be able to tell when those thoughts start going through her head. And then you start kissing her lips, but you don't, <laughs> you don't do that. Testosterone loves to do that. You like to poke stuff in, right? So uh, one of the things that happens for you is you actually give her testosterone in your spit that gets her turned on. But you want to kiss all around her lips. You want to pecs, a little lick, little dart of the tongue after a while, then soft, 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 until you feel her coming towards you. Then you can start French kissing her and really enjoying it. And, and then things start moving and your body start moving and then your shirt comes off so she can see your sexy chest. And then you start giving her full body massage and then maybe you're going down on her a little bit if she wants it or you're putting her hand on your penis, right? That's what you like. That kind of thing. So that's how it kind of segues into sex, but it doesn't have to. So if you give her unlimited genital massages and unlimited soulmate embrace hugs, and she can have those whenever she wants, it never has to lead to sex. There's no commitments. But the more you give them to her, the more she's going to want to have sex with you and the more sex you're going to get. That's, that's the win-win. Wow. Bravo. <laughs> that was amazing. The best breakdown I've ever heard of like You guys are working me hard, man. Any Do we get paid? <laughs> oh geez Louise. We should put What's our, our tab getting to with all these sex tips? I think it's high. I think it's high. So to recap and make sure I'm hearing you right and, and to kind of summarize, it's it's a lot of allowing stuck energy to flow through yeah. massage, through verbal affirmation and helping her to feel safe to let that energy flow. Um, recognizing that it takes women longer than us and to not, to not necessarily be in a rush. And, um, and, and when we help the energy get moving through massage, through the soulmate embrace, help her feel safe through the soulmate embrace, through our words of, of affirmation and, and that sort of thing, we'll see more of the signals that may be absent if, if we feel like our significant other has a lesser interest in sex. Well, if you do all those things, she's going to want sex with you. So I wouldn't even worry about that. I think what was a, a, a key distinguishing point from what you said was that allowing that soulmate embrace to not be tied to sexual intercourse. It's mm -hmm. not contingent upon sex. You don't have to have sex at the end of those soulmate embraces. It's just 
It's if, not a goal-oriented activity. Exactly. Yeah, it not a it is a standalone activity, <laughs> biohack, will you? And you will then in ultimately lead to that, but it doesn't always have to be that. And I think that's huge for our listeners, for me, for everyone out there. I think we always are, I'll speak for myself. I like sex is the goal, right? So for us men and me in particular, I know that when I am doing foreplay with my lover or, you know, caressing her gently in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm checking the clock. I've got stuff to do. You know, it's always, uh, there's a time frame involved as well, but allowing it to just be what it is, enjoying the moment for what it is and being fully present with whatever you're doing. If it's, um, you know, those small offers or the advanced orgasms, it doesn't matter just being present and allowing it to fully consume you and her. And it's easy to make excuses like, Oh, that's yeah. But what about us? We have kids and that sort of thing. And I feel like most of what we've talked about up to this point, and we're about to get into uh, achieving your orgasmic potential. So it's, 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 it's going to, Uptake Hold on to your hat. <laughs> but most of what you've said can be done in the presence of children. And even if you want to be able to dedicate more time to it, it's only as challenging as booking a hotel room and getting a sitter for the kids. Like these aren't excuses to avoid this stuff. If, if, if you're finding your mind going to some of these easy cop out scenarios. Yeah, I would say that modeling modeling intimacy and good loving behavior is the best thing you can do for your children because everybody that I talk to, and that's millions of people over, you know, a, a long, many, many years, is um, that most people are just really, really pissed off at their parents because they were stoic, they never touched, they never showed intimacy, they couldn't tell that their parents were even, you know, even had sex, um, and they never talked to them about sex, and most people are really, they feel like kind of, they've got some like victim anger about uh, the lack of affection in their parental home experience. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the best thing you can do. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea to, um, just get your hands on your woman as much as you possibly can. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So now we've revived her drive. We've, we've used the soulmate embrace to help her feel safe and relax. And, and we've spent a lot of time on all parts of her body to increase blood flow to the, the vulva, not to be confused with the vagina. <laughs> um, how do we start implementing some practices to achieve our orgasmic potential first on the female side and then, and then on the male side. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, cause you said something asked, earlier that, that piqued yeah, my curiosity. I'm 37 years old. I'm not going to lie. I've never had an orgasm without coming without yeah. ejaculation. So yeah. when you said that, um, I feel like you're talking about the unicorn. Um, <laughs> And I'm very interested in it. I mean, I would love to. I've, I've, I've done Kegels and a lot of the traditional advice that, that you hear, and even some that's not so traditional, but I have never been able to stop what feels like the inevitability of an ejaculation during a sexual experience. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, it, there's a couple of, there's 
kind of like two basic components to it. Um, and this comes from another program that I have with my um, one of my favorite partners, Jim Benson. He's a he's a Tantra trainer. Um, he'd be a good guy for you to have on the show. Um, mm. Super great guy. He's been leading men's sexuality um, circles and groups for decades now too. And um, multi-orgasmic lover for men basically teaches guys how to separate ejaculation from orgasm and um, uh, create everlasting stamina. So you can come when she wants you to. And um, it helps, it teaches you how to be a multi-orgasmic man. And male multiple orgasm is orgasm without ejaculation. You, you know, that, that's really what male multiple orgasm is. And so it basically takes the kind of like Taoist, Montauk, Chia stuff, but brings it into the 21st century. And the simplest thing that I can tell you is that there are two components to it. One of them is the, I, the idea that you are essentially using um, your pubococcygeus muscles, the Kegel experience, with some breath work to move, to, to stop the urge of ejaculation. And remember, I don't, I don't have this equipment. So I'm describing what I've been taught by a male expert who's taught thousands and thousands of men. We have a Facebook group with thousands of guys in it, and they're all in there learning this technique from multi-orgasmic lover and sharing their experiences. Like, oh man, I tried it and then I, this, but oh, hey, I had a breakthrough, you know? So it's a learnable skill. Um, isn't it cool that there's a Facebook group of dudes that are all talking oh, yeah. about we'll link to it in the say, show What's notes. that Facebook group? How do we get in there? <laughs> Is it just oh, multi-orgasmic lover? Well, it's called sexual, uh, sexual mastery inner circle. And, um, you have to be, uh, an owner of multi-orgasmic lover for men, but I'll give it to you. So you can oh. also go in there. Um, just remind me to give it to you because I'll forget. You angel. God. <laughs> so, um, you do a couple things. The first thing that you do is you connect your, your genitals to your heart. For a lot of guys, that's not connected. And there are some practices that allow you to connect your heart and genitals. At the same time, you, 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 you learn a technique called the me breath, which stands for mucho astasio, which is just some bullshit thing that Jim came up with 100 years ago. <laughs> that stands for much ecstasy in some fake Spanish, Spanglish that he created. <laughs> and the me breath is um, the pubococcygeus muscle squeeze with the breath, which uh, Montauk calls a cool draw, and um, a pelvic rock. And this pelvic rock is a real tip for intercourse. Most guys, they, they make love like they're a piston. They're doing this when you want to do this. Have you ever seen dogs have sex where they're like Elvis and they're dropping their hip? It, you want to drop your hip and you want to rock into her this you got to get your hips moving guys hips are really tight their psoas are tight they're just the groins tight which also makes you ejaculate faster so you need a loose you got to be like Elvis. you got to be like mm, mm, mm. Oh. that's how it goes the hound dog. okay <laughs> get to the yoga studio right exactly how can men, 
speaking to that point, how can yeah. men listening loosen up their so as that internal uh, abdomen area for that drop hip uh, thrust that you just so eloquently demonstrated via video? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's no, a good. I'm just curious. I know I'm not doing it right now that you pointed out. Yeah, there's lots of exercises for loosening all of those muscles. Obviously, you can Google that. I, I I'll, I'll take this one. I'll take this one, Susan, right. for 30 seconds, and then we'll come right back to where, where your specialty lies. You can take okay. a big kettlebell, usually like 60 pounds plus, and where the handle is actually up, and then you slowly drape your body over the kettlebell so that the handle of the kettlebell can work into your psoas, some of those abdominal muscles, and you do it both horizontally and vertically, moving slowly up and down, side to side to find the places where you have pain and discomfort. And when you find that, you spend a little bit more time breathing and relaxing. You, you, you don't want to go much above a, a, like a pain threshold from one to 10. You don't want to be much above a five, but where it's uncomfortable, but you can breathe through it. And as the pain starts to dissipate, the muscle will start to loosen and relax. And if you do that after workouts or after sauna sessions, you'll get a lot more out of it. That's one way to do it. Take it back over, please, Susan. Nailed I imagine okay. you doing that entire thing naked. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would be a liar to say that hasn't happened. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so the squeeze, the breathe, and the thrust, you learn them individually, you get good at them, and then you bring them all together. That's, that's one component. The second thing is that you do what is essentially not edging. This is where guys get confused. Edging is where you take yourself up in masturbation, essentially, you could do it through intercourse too. You take yourself up. So if you think about your arousal ladder as a one to 10 ladder and 10 is I'm ejaculating right now. One is I just touched my dick <laughs> and you, um, masturbate yourself to a five. Then you masturbate yourself to a six and take yourself back down to a five to a seven, take yourself back down to a five to an eight take yourself back down to a five, to a nine, take yourself back down to a five. That whole practice, that practice helps you get stamina. It reverses all the fast, furtive masturbation that you've done that's made you ejaculate faster than you want to. And it's also super good for your prostate because it's also called riding the wave. And riding the wave is really great because it actually gets the prostatic fluid that's kind of stuck in the bottom of your prostate and mixes it in with the new semen that's come from your prostate down from your vas deferens, et cetera, comes down into your prostate, mixes it up. So when you do ejaculate, you're getting rid of the old crud out of there so you don't get prostate cancer later. So it's a really good way to ejaculate. Um, but that arousal ladder, being able to master your arousal ladder, being able to connect your penis and your pleasure to your heart and then advanced into your brain and then further out into God, into the divine, into Gaia, into source, you learn how to make that feeling, get in touch with your body. So you're learning your arousal. You're getting in touch with your body, in touch with your heart and your heart connection. And you're learning the squeeze, the breathe, and the, thr the thrust together, the me breath, so that you can both do it during masturbation. You, When you're on the arousal and you're getting the seven and you're getting to eight and you've got to pull yourself back down, you're doing the squeeze and the breathe and you're doing the thrust. And when you do the thrusting as you're masturbating, as you're doing the rocking, the pelvic rocking, then when you're having sex with your wife or girlfriend, or boyfriend, whatever your persuasion, you uh, are able to do it while you're having intercourse because you've learned and taught your body all of those things. So it's a 
teaching yourself during a masturbatory practice and then applying it during intercourse. So it gives you stamina and it allows you to feel the orgasm, but not ejaculate. You pull that orgasm up into your body, into your heart. And then the frosting on the cake of this is, so this is all the, I broke it down into all of the components. I broke everything down. I gave you your checklist, but you get to the point. It's like a golf swing. It's like driving a car. When you first got in a car and you're like, I got to check the rearview mirror. I got to put it in for, I got to turn on the turn signal. I got to steer the wheel. I got to gas and brake. You know, God forbid you learned how to drive a stick, you know, but if you learn how to drive a stick, you were learning all those things and then bringing it all together until the point where you had that unconscious competence. And that's exactly what this is. Same with the golf swing. You know, it's like, I'm going to pull the, you know, it's like, you got to do all that stuff. You can learn it. It's just a body-based technique that teaches you how to have pleasure and disconnect it from ejaculation. And then the frosting on the cake is presence. You get so unconsciously competent at it that suddenly you can be completely there with your woman because you're not like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to come. I got to think about my Grammy's, Grammy's underwear. I got to think about taxes. I got to do baseball scores. And then Margaret she's Thatcher like, naked on a cold day. <laughs> What'd you say? Margaret Thatcher <laughs> naked on a cold day. <laughs> or math, math problems. Two plus three equals. Uh. <laughs> Every guy has their coping mechanism. And so, uh, and they are, one guy's was like, um, weasel in a tube sock one was uh roadkill dead deer on the highway like i have heard like the, my favorite though is granny panties like the big white granny panties oh yeah that's a good one that's my favorite one <laughs> yeah so you become unconsciously competent and that at that moment you can maintain presence with your woman because your body has taken over and now you're just putting it on the green and popping it in the cup boom you got it this is great. And to, cl to wow. clarify a little bit, because so for, for some of the people that don't have this on video with the hip thrusting, you're, you're kind of showing like this um, pendulum. It, it, it's like an engagement of the glutes and like a curling of the hips. Uh, what I don't want to say like a nerdy biomechanic speak, but is it so that the tip of the penis is also touching her G spot? Like yeah. her, like the inside of her vagina and the, like the front wall, is that the purpose so that a guy that doesn't have the visual can kind of imagine, okay, I need to tuck my hips as I insert to, to stimulate her there? Yes. Um, that's why it feels so darn good to her. You're totally present with her. You're super confident and you're stroking her G spot with the tip of your penis. It's okay. So awesome. like you're not piston pumping right past it. Right. You're going for it and sort of You've got, you've got the mechanical aspect and actually picturing yourself stimulating her there. Okay, beautiful. It's relaxation. Really what it is is it's pelvic relaxation for him. And remember that guys' penises point in all different directions, up, down, sideways, you know, corkscrews, blah, blah, blah. So um, <laughs> you never know what is hidden in there depending on the guy, right? And she's, she's got body dynamics too. Everybody's totally different. This is great. So we're a hundred percent going to do a part two and go into some, some more advanced stuff. Um, you guys drag me out. This is, I know. No, this is, I know. This is great. I've it's got, time for I've got, a, a break. I think. Uh, yeah. Good, good point, Carrie. All right. Let's take a quick pause to check out some awesome biohacks from this show's sponsors. All right. All right. All right. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of the biohacking secrets show. Now let's take a quick second to check out some cool biohacks from this show's sponsors. 
This episode is also brought to you by Buy Optimizers and the Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package. So if any of you guys are dealing with suboptimal digestion, characterized by gas, bloating, your stomach feeling distended or like it's sticking out after certain meals, if you get sluggish, if you deal with constipation or diarrhea, you're going to want to pay attention because it usually comes down to one of three things being off. The first is low stomach acid production. The second is low enzyme production. And the third is gut distension dysbiosis, meaning you have too many of the quote unquote bad bugs in your gut and not enough of the good ones. And the Bioptimizers Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package addresses all of these root causes of suboptimal digestion. It's the best value you could possibly get if you are looking to take 30 days and turn your digestion completely around. And you can get that for just 177 bucks. It's usually 270 bucks by going to buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. That's B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash B I O H A C K S to check out the exclusive biohacking secrets upgraded digestion package for just 177 bucks today. All right. Thank you so much for making the biohacking secret show podcast a part of your day. We appreciate it more than words can express. Now let's get back to the episode. And we're back with Susan Bratton, and we're talking about sex, baby. <laughs> that was terrible. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Susan, this is a lot of fun. Let's let's dive into some rapid fire questions, and um, and and then you can let everybody know where they can pick up some of these amazing programs that you have that allow them to go deeper into some of these sexual skills and, and strategies that um, that they can apply in their own life. First and foremost, biggest mistake that people make with dirty talk thinking that they have to use dirty words. Um, dirty talk, I think for many people, the best kind of dirty talk is describing feelings, sensations, visuals, smells, basically the senses, describing what you're experiencing in the moment and why it's sexy for you. One text or phrase that just about any man can send to his wife or girlfriend to get her excited today. I bought you some jewelry. <laughs> That's great. That's good. That's your great. favorite sexual biohacking toy. Oh yeah, yeah. Could just be sexual toy. Could be a but, could be a vibrator. It would, yeah, yeah. First answer carries. I got a bunch now. <laughs> this is. Um, I just got back from Bremen, Bremen, Germany, where I went to the Fun Factory and I did a tour of the Fun Factory. I made my own dolphin dildo. I glued a vibrator together and I interviewed them about 40 different products. I learned about so many different sex toys, how they're made, what you do with them. Different th oh my God, we had so much fun. Um, that stuff will be coming out on my YouTube channel soon. So you get to go inside of a high-end German engineering sex toy factory. I mean, they are the creme de la creme of the best sex toys. I love them. I love hot, hot octopus. So it just depends. Do you want a double vibrating cock ring? Do you want, um, uh, you know, a little thing that's like a literal stimulator? Do you want, uh, I mean, the thing that I've been working on recently is what questions should I ask to figure out what sex toy I want to buy? <laughs> because um, they're a really fun part of play. So I would say, 
having a pleasure chest of toys that you can use that have all different kinds of functions and uses is probably what I would recommend. Okay. Follow up to that. Are there one, what are the one or two toys that you recommend most often if someone wanted to go and buy them now? Well, it depends on, um, like, do they have erectile dysfunction? Um, no, everything's working. They just want to have better orgasms and sexual Everything's working better orgasms. Um, I like, there's two that I think are really good for intercourse for couples. Um, one is the um, Volta by Fun Factory. It's got these little lips that kind of do a motorboat on your clitoris, but the way they curved it, you can sneak it in there between you as a couple. And so you can kind of get some clit stimulation at the same time as you're having intercourse without having to like jam a giant magic wand in there or something. (laughs) So I like that. And for the same reason, and because it's like really deep and rumbly, but still super tiny. Um, and it goes on her finger. Um, it's called the digit and it's brand new from hot octopus and she can get her finger in there and put it right where she wants on her clitoral structure while you're making love to her and playing with her breasts and making out with her. And then she can just be like, ah, it's just awesome. So those two, I like. Beautiful. Those are, those are getting purchased. Um, favorite penis pump for men. You mentioned that earlier in our conversation. Oh yeah. God, I'd love to talk to you about that. Um, it's called the Whopper and it's the only penis pump I recommend because, um, it is, it's got this big tube. When you pump with a penis pump, you, you want to get length and girth and, um, you, you know, your penis atrophies as you age. And so you gotta, you gotta work it like a bicep right? And sex, you you can't quite get enough masturbation and sex to keep it from atrophying. So that's why I like pumping, not just for enlargement, but for just like general sexual health and keeping it full of blood and keeping the blood really flowing in your penis. Because as you age, you, you get less and less blood flow to your penis. So keeping it really pumped up with blood and the whopper is this larger cylinder where you can put your balls and your penis in there. And that way you're pulling on the suspensory ligament that, you know how, when you get a hard on, especially when you're young and you can like hang a towel on it, the thing that holds your penis up like that is the suspensory ligament. That's the thing that it's the erector. And when you tug on that by putting all your junk inside the pump, it pulls on that ligament and stretches it a bit. So you get length as well as girth, which I love. Awesome. Anything (laughs) that you haven't shared with our audience that you want to, before we get into where people can find out more about you? Oh my God. No, you guys, are you kidding me? You worked my ass off. (laughs) You crushed it. You crushed it. (laughs) I know. Susan, you're in the zone. What do you want us to do? It's like when, when LeBron's in the zone, you get him the ball. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, Susan, this has been amazing. Where can our listeners find out more about you and get some of your books, your programs online? I know there's a whole bunch of sexy domains out there. Where do you want them to go? Well, I think probably the best place to start is my YouTube channel, betterlover.com. Just go to betterlover.com. You'll go to my YouTube channel. And then any video you watch is going to have links under it to the thing you're interested in. Um, And then my main website where I post 
all my articles that I write every day, has links to everything, has a big old search box so you can look up anything you want. That's Personal Life Media. PersonalLifeMedia.com? Dot com. And... Maybe it should be dot com. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I feel like dot uh, <laughs> com would be more fitting. But, oh, that's amazing. Susan, this, this, has, been, this has been great. so good. Yeah. Been what great, about, You're what about Facebook, you Instagram? Do you have a Instagram, Facebook as well? Yeah. Twitter? Oh, God. I am. Oh, I got crazy shit on Instagram. That's where some of my best stuff is. Susan Bratton. S-U-S-A-N. Susan Bratton. Yeah. B-R-A-T-T-O-N. Well, Susan, awesome. you, you, you backed up everything that Carrie said about you. This was so much fun. I had a great time. I learned a bunch. I'm very excited to go pick up some things and practice some things. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to have you back at some point in, in, in the future when, when our schedule's lying, because this has been an, an amazing experience. Thank you. Love to do it, guys. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Thank you, Susan. What's up, guys? Anthony here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. One of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like with the body you've always wanted and all-day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that may be holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this with now thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebrities, and entrepreneurs is that there's always room for improvement and optimization. Whether you're already performing at a high level or you have that feeling inside your heart that you're capable of more, the single fastest way to unlock your potential is to upgrade your mind and your body. And there's no program on earth that does that faster or to a greater magnitude than our one-on-one consulting program at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We start with our proprietary health assessment that screens you for vitamin deficiencies like A, D, magnesium, iron, etc., high cholesterol and heart disease, high blood pressure, digestive disorders, hidden infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, parasites, SIBO, candida, and more that can just drain your energy in the background, especially if you don't know about them. Anxiety, depression, and cognitive disorders, autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, mold toxicity, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and other genetic risk factors like MTHFR, APOE status, your glutathione production, and many more. We even recommend the specific tests that I use with my one-on-one clients if they're relevant for you in figuring out your biological age and identifying those key areas and opportunities that can take your life to the next level. From there, we create a customized game plan along with a personalized supplement protocol to help you optimize your weight and energy at the cellular level. And for our platinum clients, we even include a personalized workshop with me in Delray Beach, Florida. Most of the year, this program's full with a waiting list, but we just had a couple spots open up and I wanted to offer them to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So if you're interested in seeing what it might look like for us to work together, head over to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G and fill out the short application form. If you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 